Hey folks, welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Podcast and the Mindset Matters Edition, where I'm joined by my wife and Olympic mental performance coach, Stephanie Hanlon-Francie. Together, Stephanie and I engage in a conversation about different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters. We believe that we're living in and through one of the most impactful global events in history. And let's face it, few have trained for or are equipped to deal with the life that is unfolding before them. The need to pivot in your business, your career, or perhaps deal with shifting family dynamics lies before many. We hope to inspire you to ask yourself questions or pause to consider how you view your world, your life. We'll invite you to check in on where you are on your journey, and are you still clear on your intended destination, or has it changed? Join us for this in our series of Mindset Matters. Listen in, enjoy. Hey folks, welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast. And I'm joined, as always, Stephanie Hanlon-Francie. Welcome. Hey, hon. So we've got an interesting topic this week that came up on a for a couple of different reasons. Number one of which is you had come off the Olympics and you were noticing certain things about your athletes. I had been talking to different members of the community and then I myself had been reflecting on some things over the past year. And the topic this week was around existential crisis. Big word. Big word. People often joke about themselves having a, I'm having an existential crisis and you know what it's it's not a joke. It's not a joke. And you know something interesting about it is we're certainly not experts in, you know, psychology or whatever you call this. But at the end of the day, we do realize and have come to realize what existential is about, what the term is about, but also what a existential crisis is and uh, how many people are having it and maybe don't even know they're having it or, or that they're in this crisis. And, you know, a lot of the crisis was created in this case by what's happening in the world around the COVID and restrictions and lockdowns and all the things that happened. And so let's, first off, I think we should enter the conversation with what the hell is existential and what does that even? What does it even mean? Well, you think about, you break down the word, existential means existence, existence. Existential, relating to existence. Okay. So existential crisis is, you know, that fundamental, like we joke about it, having a midlife crisis, you know, where often we joke about people buying, going out and buying cars or, or doing, buying a Corvette and having an affair. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Mid- Too soon? <laughs> to, well, you know, it's a midlife, you know, but really, so the whole point of existential and, you know, and existence is where, and the crisis is, is people all of a sudden wake up one day and they go, what the hell am I here? What is my purpose? My why, purpose? why am I, why is why am I on this earth? And often it can be driven by, in the research that I did, we, you know, I've come to realize that it has been driven by, let's say somebody dies in your family and you have this relatedness that all of a sudden, okay, we've got, we are mortals. We, well, there is mortality. You know, I, I know myself now that, you know, I've gone north of 60 years old, that I have more awareness of the fact that, you know, I'm on the other side of 
that journey and you know there's an awareness around it so the point of this conversation today is really to bring people's awareness we often have said that in this podcast and in our own coaching is that you know the first step is awareness and we joke about it being a you know is it a, you know is it a awareness is it a gift or a curse right and it can be both it seems but ultimately it is a gift to understand what you may be going through so what brought me to the whole conversation around existential crisis was just some of the things that I dealt with over the past year, my noticing of, you know, a little bit of depression, a little bit of confusion, and back to that point of looking and saying, you know, holy cow, what have I done with my life? What have I accomplished? Will there be a legacy, which is something that was important to me? Am I making a difference? What is, you know, what the hell is my life all about? So what is the meaning of life? That's the ultimate life of Brian question, right? Right. What is it? Why are we here? <laughs> why are we here? Why are we here? So, you know, folks, if you're listening to this, bear with us as we kind of find, I know what I want to do and what I want to get the message out to is taking, you know, a moment to, you know, are you going through some challenges? You know, here's where COVID was an interesting challenge that people faced because they were on a path, they were on a journey, their careers, their businesses, perhaps. And all of a sudden it gets total disarray, you know, and we can be real cool and go, well, we got, you know, we got this real, you know, we got lots of adversity quotient. We are high EQ, high IQ, high EQ, and we're going to pivot and we're awesome. And, and that's all great, by the way, I've got, you know, that's, that's almost how you have to, well, not almost, it is how you have to approach it. But what did it do for a lot of people was hold it. I thought I had this thing, like I was ha- on. I had it figured out. I had it figured out. You know, my life was the way my life was. Everything was cool. And then all of a sudden this comes at me. I'm out of control and uh, I don't know what to do. And, you know, what is the meaning of life? So that really was that kind of fundamental. Now, what happened around when you're into that crisis, what is a sign of an existential crisis? Well, you know, depression is one of those things. Anxiety is one of those things. A, a lot of wondering, you know, is like, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah, and there's an emptiness, a craving for something that is deep and possibly more meaningful to where we've been at this point. Maybe a sense of powerlessness, you know, or maybe fundamentally, I feel alone or separate or different from others. So there's a hole, a big black hole that is there that you're aware of that you don't know what it is. And it can kind of weigh on you. Now, there's a lot of what they refer to as existential anxiety. So we look at our different phases of life. You know, when we're young, we talk about the existential crisis being your forward thinking. You know, am I going to get the right education? Am I going to pick the right love of my life? Am I on the right path? Am I choosing the right career? You know, what the hell am I doing? Am I going to make a difference? Why am I here? But it's forward thinking. Whereas as you get into that midlife and beyond, it's more about looking in the past. Going yeah, And did I do what I needed to do? to set myself up for the future? Did I make a difference? Have I left a 
a positive impact in the world. Those are the questions that come up from when people are experiencing an existential crisis or um, the anxiety or depression that happens on either side of that. So when we're questioning our existence, like, why am I here? I mean, that's a pretty deep question, Patrick. For You know what? You know, people have always said, you know, Stephanie, you are the deepest shallow person I've ever met in my whole life. Because ultimately, as much fun as we have and I love to have, there's a side of me that is always asking, what's my purpose? Why am I here? And if for me, asking myself that question has taken me down a path that has given me always the circling back to the question of contribution. Okay. Now, we've talked about that before, you know, but this is this is the challenge, right? Because you're offering a solution when have we really identified the problem, right? So when you're looking at a crisis, it's because you don't have meaning. And there is that... But that's, uh, let's just slow down, cowboy. Just don't step over that. Sometimes the crisis is because the meaning you thought you had has been diminished or squished. Well, that's a different, well, it's a different that's conversation. That's crisis. That's what causes a crisis. So for example, you can have an existential crisis if you know your meaning and then it gets thrown off the rails and all of a sudden you're in this void of, hold it, I thought I had my life figured the WTF. out. WTF. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's a, that's a, there's a cause there, but how are you dealing with it, right? So this, in this case, we had the black swan event called COVID-19, right? So we had the pandemic and if you were on the path, but there's that part of it. But I'm also saying is the way I'm seeing it in, in, in this particular crisis is waking up one day realizing perhaps that you don't know what the hell you're here. What difference have you made? Or or what is the meaning of my life? You know, I just keep going TikTok nine to five. I go to my job. There's nothing there. It's that empty feeling. So that's another level of of crisis. Right. And did this particular incident actually slow you down long enough to force you to ask yourself, why am I here? Well, what am I doing? So if we if we can do something with this particular podcast, if we can get you know some focus and get on it, you <laughs> sorry know, about that. You know, there's a but I, I want to break it down into that pragmatic. I think that you know there this is can be quite pragmatic. So we look at existential, and there's a cognitive part of it, right? So that intellectual thinking that can really melt us down and you know, in the form of anxiety. So anxiety is not being able to deal with what is, you know, that's one definition of anxiety is, you know, what is, is what is. It is. And that's what, you know, what the greatest thing, what I've gotten to is that your isness is my business. And when you get that, what is, there is no anxiety there. Anxiety lives in the what isn't and judging the what is and making it wrong. Well, you don't have a box for it, perhaps. You know, you can't relate to it. It is it. You have a set of values, and you have the anxiety of what is, and it's going. Well, hold it. This this isn't what I had planned. This isn't my life. This isn't what was. You know why I'm here. So that can cause that degree of anxiety. For well, yeah, sure. because it's I'm living in the what isn't. The what isn't. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> then there's the emotional. So cognitive, emotional, behavioral. So when we look at the emotional mm-hmm. side of it, that's where, you know, there can be a lot of, you know, emotional pain. There can be certainly despair, 
some guilt, perhaps that could be part of the existential crisis that you may be going through and then behavioral, right? And the thing about the behavioral side of it is that 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 crisis can drive behaviors. It can be a weird social glitch that you all of a sudden are out. And I don't know, I don't know. I'm throwing shit out there. Maybe you you become all of a sudden you're promiscuous out of the blue, right? All of a sudden you don't want to talk to people. You become a loner. You know, you go from this extrovert to an introvert. These are behavioral things that a crisis can, you know, so when you're looking at, am I in a crisis? First off, you're, if you're asking yourself, am I having a crisis? You're having a crisis. Then probably at some <laughs> level you're having a crisis. So, that, you know, Which is not a bad thing. It's an awareness. So the point of this is around this particular mindset matters conversation is that if we find ourselves in a place of despair, of depression, of questioning what the hell have I done with my life or what am I doing with my life, then it is time to step back. The point of it really in this conversation is understanding that if you're in that mode, then you say, well, what do I do if I'm having all, if I'm asking myself these questions, what do I do with it? And that's really where we want to get into the conversation about understanding many of the conversations we've had, even on this podcast is around meaning. How do I find meaning? This goes back to what is your purpose, your calling, your mission, whatever language your North you want. Star. Your North Star. So if you don't have that North Star to come back to, you know, we look at and have many conversations of values. When we launched Mindset Matters, uh, one of the things we did was the values matrix, right? But the values matrix is really about what is your North Star? What are you linking to? Because in times of confusion, you have to be able to come back to something. You know, what is the, you know, where's the dock? What is the port? Where do you come back to where you know your you can be safe? safe place in the storm. Yeah. Where's yeah. your safe space in that or safe place in that? So when you look at where you are in your life, if you're younger, you may be forward thinking you know, did I choose the right career? Do I have the right relationship? Will I ever find the right relationship? What difference am I going to make? Why the hell am I in this in this planet? If you're in that midlife or later life, you know, you may be looking in the past and going, what have I done? You know, what oh, shoulda, coulda, woulda, maybe? Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Are you living in regrets? And you're you're looking backwards. So one's forward looking, one's backward looking. And you have to consider that. But either way, you can come to this place where it feels pretty meaningless. It can. It can. You know, it can. Yeah. So, yeah. but somebody listening to this may not be in an existential crisis. They may end up having one. But the point is, is that some maybe go, oh shit, that's what's going on for me right now. Or that's that's what, what's going on for someone I love. And or that's what's going on for some, you know, for somebody I love, exactly, or I care about. So how do we manage this this existential crisis? And this goes into a conversation about what is my North Star? What am I linked to? So we use phrases like calling and mission and purpose. Uh, we've had these conversations about what is the contribution I'm being? Uh, how am I making a difference? An existential, an existential crisis will almost always be, I think, this is just me, I don't know. I think it's because we're navel-gazing. Yep, and I got to agree with you there. And... I have to say, when I had my own experience with an existential crisis, to me, it was more a dark night of the soul. There was a moment in time where I couldn't even imagine what my life was going to look like. It was dark. It was real. I, I couldn't see my future. 
And, you know, nothing, nothing external happened. Like it wasn't like COVID hit. And then I, you know, was reevaluating. But I think if we slow down long enough in our lives and we say, okay, what's going on? And if we do have this moment of existential depression, existential uh, anxiety, so there's both sides. And when you think about it is when you look at it as, you know, what's my existence? What is my purpose? What I, why am I here? It doesn't have to be super dark. And for me, it was very, very dark. And I had to go down a path of really evaluating the direction that I was moving on in my life. And I don't know if that resonates with people that are listening, but people look at my life sometimes and go, oh my God, you're an Olympic coach and this is easy and you have that and you have a, you know, a Range Rover and a Bernese mountain dog, but it's not always been easy, right? It's not always been easy. Okay. But I'm not following your train of thought. Well, my train of thought is that there's, when I hit my bottom, for example, when I hit bottom, I had to actually evaluate where my life was at. And when I think about telling the truth, I had to go, you know what? I'm kind of weird. I'm kind of unique. I'm different oh, from others. Okay. Well, we can. <laughs> I, I'm wrong. I'm I broken. <laughs> I concur, like, ladies and gentlemen. But when there's a place where, just to, I'm just being honest here, is that I thought I was broken. Well, the, it's easy to, you know, so consider this. So some of the negative consequences when you look at, if you're not clear on your meaning, you know, what is the meaning of your life or what it is that is your North Star. So some of the things that are telltale sounds, you know, telltale signs. So we talk about depression. We talk about anxiety a lot. You know, the other side of it is, is that, you know, are you in your fourth relationship that isn't working out? You know, because what happens is if you're not clear, then you're going to be bouncing between relationships as an example. And and keeping creating the same rela- relationships over and over again. Totally. And and what happens at a social level? You know, who are you and how do you how do you interact socially when you're not even clear on who you are? It's like somebody says, so, you know, what do you do? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. On what day? You know, I don't know what I do. <laughs> so the point is, is that part of the crisis can be driven by identity. So if you're not clear on who you are, what that North Star is in terms of what is the meaning of your life. So where do you, you know, when you look at what's happening, so I'm going to give you an example. So we know some pretty creative people. And I mean, creative is in artsy creative, uh, creative as in uh, business creative, uh, creative as in career creative. If you don't have a space for that, how do you go out and be fully expressed? How do you not feel mm-hmm. like some kind of weirdo? If you can't find a place for your creativity to live and to be fully expressed. So that could create that existential crisis. Like, what the hell am I here for? If I can't, and, and where do I get to be fully expressed? Where do I get accepted for my weirdness, my creativity, right? Yeah, you think about creativity, you think about artists. I think about, I'll never be able to sing. I can't draw a straight line with a ruler. I can't carry a tune in a bucket, mm-hmm. right? I've got no creativity in the world that, I think is creative, but man, when it comes to entrepreneurship or creating business ideas or opportunities, I'm creative. So I think it's really important as we're working through this and people are identifying, maybe I'm having an existential crisis of of creativity or where I'm feeling blocked is that where are you creative? Be create creative is energy. Creativity is powerful energy. Mm-hmm. Very important to access where you are creative. And you know, a girlfriend of mine years ago. I remember thinking, you know, she's an artist and she's this amazing person. And she looked at me and said, oh my gosh, you're so creative. 
And I didn't think I had a creative bone in my body. Well, it's interesting we talk about creativity because we think often about artistic creativity, uh, musical or, you know, canvas or whatever that might be. Yet, you know, we actually had a meeting earlier today with the nerdiest creative guy in the tech world that you could ever meet, right? And so that's just another form of creativity. It's how you look at things. And can you look at things from a different perspective? Exactly. So understanding it. So here's the thing. What do we do with all this? You know, we've talked about it. And and if you're still listening and going, what the hell are these guys talking about? Thank you. But (laughs) the the crisis that gets created, we have to say, well, how do we, number one, deal with it? You know, there's where we talk about self-discovery, we talk about self, uh, self-actualization, and it really is about development of the things that we're born into. There is a part of it that genetically we're predisposed. Dis- Disposed. Disposed. That was a hard word. It's <laughs> a big word. Yeah. So we're, you know, there, there is, there is part of us that are we living a, a life that has meaning because that really is our gift. You know, have we discovered our gift? Well, what if you don't have a gift? Then what do you do? Go ahead. I don't, uh, listen. Go ahead, Coach Stephanie. Everybody <laughs> has a gift. It's our job to to slow down long enough to figure what that is. And when we talk about existential crises and we're looking at the those moments where we have to go, W-T-F, what is this all about, right? What is this about? Like you, when you stand up and you're staring in the mirror going, okay, what the heck am I doing here? It's about almost like a reverse, what's the word that Brene Brown, unco- uncovery? Was that your <laughs> That was my word. That was your word. She stole. Brene, she stole from me. <laughs> <laughs> the reverse uncovery is that do we give ourselves permission to sit long enough with ourselves and go, wait a sec. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's just stop for a second and reevaluate. So this this comes back to, okay, you know, we've we've kind of been all over the map in this particular conversation. I want to bring it back to something that maybe makes a little bit more. Well, it's kind of like an existential crisis because we don't know what, who we are. What's we, mindset matters? I don't know who it is anymore. Still trying to figure it out. <laughs> the point is this, is that as we look at what's where we are, we have to discover first and foremost, what is our meaning? So here, here's where I'm at with it. We know in talking to many people that they're challenged by this particular conversation. So whether they're having a crisis, I don't know. Uh, some may be. Is it existential? Perhaps when you start questioning and feeling like you're not making a difference in the world, I think there's somewhat of a crisis there. If you're dealing with anxiety, if it's bombing you out in a, in a big way, uh, maybe some depression that goes in there, you have to say, well, how do I deal with this? But the, here's what, what happens a lot. People drink it away. They, they, create habits maybe addictions or addictions that you know really they're they're masking it you know i don't want to deal with my anxiety therefore i'll have a drink therefore i'll smoke dope i don't know whatever it the point is is that they numb that rather than deal with it so how do we deal with it well first off really look at it and say how do i find am i living my purpose you know for some it's like i don't know you know i'm just doing what i'm doing do I have a mission? What is my North Star? What are my values? This is a journey of discovery always. We talk about self-discovery and part of it links back to existential. 
you know, that, that my existence, my existence, what is the meaning of my life and why are we here? So I think about all the conversations that we've had around, you know, your context for life. We've, you know, who are you in the context of your life? Who are you being? What do you stand for? What do you stand for? What are you values? When you have all that, it's pretty tough to have an existential crisis because you're pretty clear. You know what the meaning of life is. Yeah, but, but you know what's really cool about that? I wouldn't have all of that right now in my life had I not had that dark night of the soul, that existential crisis. I don't know, because that's when I hit bottom, and then I had the courage to figure out what I needed to do to move myself forward. That's what allowed me, because, you know, I was on a path, not even kidding, it's pretty shallow back in the day. Mm -hmm. And when I hit bottom... I realized that there, I wanted something more. And all I had to do was say, I want something more. So if you're feeling the crisis, here's some things that you can do. Okay. First and foremost, we talk about this all the time. Journal, 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 journal. journal. Get that shit out in front of you where you can see it and look at it and laugh at it or look at it and not take it so seriously. Get it out of your head so that you can break the loop. And that's one of the powers of journaling. And there's lots of ways to journal. Journal. Next one is meditation. And it doesn't have to be 30-minute meditations or an hour meditations. I don't care. Do five minutes of meditation. Be mindful. with yourself be and mindful. be mindful. Just be, be br- quiet. A, a breath meditation, yeah. okay? <sighs> yeah, there's some really good Pay breath attention meditations. To the breath, yeah. Okay? Just do... You can Google that shit. Just... <laughs> So the point is, is don't get in your head about it. Do some but meditation. But when you are, yep. don't say don't. Okay, don't. But when you are in your head, how do you find out and how do you recognize that you have to get in your heart or that there's a moment where you have to take a breath and take five and take five. Remember, who's that? Uh, Mel Robbins. Oh, yeah. The five, five second four, rule five, or something. Five, one, two, three, four. four five. Yeah. 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 Anyway, you can read that. Mel Robbins, Google her. It, there's so we had many... our podcast. I, we did that. We talked about that we in did. one of our podcasts. Yeah. But there's so many tools out there. And, you know, what happens is sometimes we feel we're alone. And that's the thing about the existential crisis is that we think we're all by ourselves and that I'm you're empty and there's no place that, you know, kind of feels like home. Like once you've been through that eye of the needle or the dark night of the soul, it's like, what, 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 where am I now? Here's something you just said. People think they're alone yeah. in this crisis, in they're having their own, and they are, but, you know, your truth is your truth, but you're not alone. You don't have to be alone. You're only alone because you're not willing to talk it out. And sometimes what will break that existential crisis is simply a conversation, actually saying it out loud. We have these, uh, that's why we talk about journaling, is because you get it out in front of you. We talk about having a conversation, just saying things out loud, get it out of your head and put it into a space that somebody's listening without judgment of it, just holding space. And all of a sudden things can get way, way better really, really fast. And that's something important to understand. There's a fundamental around anxiety, which is resisting what is. We talked a little bit about earlier than that, just a few minutes ago, of resisting what is. And Part of that is the fear of what is. You know, how do I deal with what is? And so what do we do? We avoid that. We try and ignore the fear. We 
or not just the fear, but the reality is that like this is not what I wanted it to be. This 100%. is not what I expected. I don't like what is. So the resistance, and I love the line, I and I use this with my clients all the time, is what you resists persists. Yeah. What you involve dissolves. So said another way, lean into whatever's causing that anxiety, but first identify it. The consideration is to identify that you're feeling anxious. Okay, well, what are you anxious about? And that takes a little bit of work. And then you have to lean into it. As a matter of fact, you have to look at it and take it square on and look at it and go, this freaks me out. This is what is eating my lunch and lean into it. Now, this goes back to what we said earlier, which is, do you have a space to actually say it out loud where somebody can hear you? And can you be brave enough to do that? Yeah. And what if you don't? Well, you know, then... You need to... That's a, that's a vicious cycle, right? right? That's a vicious cycle. You know, you that you it's yeah. hard to get out of a downward spiral. It really is. You know, you get into that downward spiral where you're dealing with stuff on your own. And uh, I, I just encourage you, you know, send me an email, CEO at raincanada.com. If you're in that downward stat. spiral, stat, <laughs> CEO at Rain Canada, tell me about your, your stuff. I got no judgment around it. And uh, just get it off your That's chest. That's a really good point. Even just sending an email to somebody that you've never met and maybe you've only heard on a podcast could be very powerful could because be. that's a powerful and and safe space. And hopefully that, you know, after what, 27 podcasts, we've created a safe space, a space for people to reach out. Okay. So we covered everything about existential crisis. I don't think you can ever cover <laughs> any, everything about existential crisis because when people are willing to look at their why, why am I here? You know, that could also be sort of a, esoteric kind of thing that takes them on another journey. But for us intellects, you know, and for us people who really just want to figure shit out, F-I-O, figure it out, then, you know, we will find the path. We'll find whatever we need to do to figure it out and and give ourselves space and have self-compassion. Because right now in this world, I think we need self-compassion more than anything, more than compassion for other people and other situations. and But if we don't have self-compassion and understanding for the awareness that we have to heal ourselves first, we have to heal ourselves before we can heal the planet. And the existential crisis, the why am I here, what is my purpose, is really an important question, but it also has to lead back to... Who am I? Who am I? So the key here, folks... Do not run away from yourself and do not run away from whatever you're going through and hide out behind something, you know, whether it be a bad habit or, you know, and that could, by the way, bad habit could be, you know, all of a sudden I love shopping. I love retail working therapy, out. retail therapy or overworking out or too much wine, whatever it might be. So folks, this conversation was about existential crisis and you know, and it's a real thing. It's a real thing. We do not take it lightly, and uh, we're trying to have a little bit of fun with it. And we're we're going through all the things that we go through as well. So we share with you our own experiences as well as what we work with some clients with, and you know, try and help you figure it out through a crazy podcast. So mindset matters. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Stephanie, thank you for the conversation today. Thank you. That was fun. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. 
If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others, share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener, if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.